guys welcome back to be the best version of you where you can find me evie speaking every thursday at 7 p.m same time same place and i'm so excited to have you here so before i start i'd love it if you could drop me a follow and leave me a review and also share my podcast with a friend and if you think they'd enjoy it i'd absolutely love that I've got some amazing news as well before I start. So I have started life coaching, mindset and confidence. So if anyone would like to inquire about that and anything you want to work on in terms of mindset and getting past those blocks and goals that you might have, I have done months and months of training in helping people achieve their goals and putting an action plan in place and the main thing for me is holding you accountable so I've set up an account called at Evie Coaching so drop me a follow on there um, even just to see my content I have a free masterclass coming up in May on the 11th of May at 5 p.m and it's a free masterclass all around leaning into solitude enjoying our own company loving who we are and being confident enough to go on dates by ourselves, go move to a new city by ourselves if we're called to do that or a new country, you know, like doing the things by ourselves and not reply, not relying on anyone else. And yes, I'm so excited for all of that. So today I'm joined by a fabulous guest, my amazing friend, Sarah Elizabeth. And this girl has the best energy ever, like, she's just amazing and me and Sarah have been friends for around four years now and we met through Instagram actually um we both used to do like content creation on there in terms of like fashion and stuff so we met in London um about four years ago but she's just like her energy her mindset her standards in life are so high and that's why I asked her to be a guest on my podcast so we spoke about confidence and this is what I'm seeing about in my masterclass as well but we really delved deep into her journey with confidence and whether it's something that's come natural to her or that she had to work on and in terms of backing herself things that changed for that we spoke about worth and what self-worth means to Sarah and why it's important and also how she practices self-worth and self-care in her life And then, as I said earlier, Sarah is very good at setting boundaries in her life and she's very good at setting a standard of what she'd like. So we talked about settling and what settling in life means for her and her non-negotiables when it comes to things in her life in terms of relationships, friendships, and also learning from experiences where we have let our boundaries slip and our standards slip and what was the result of that. So if you're interested in confidence, worth and settling, this podcast is for you. Let's jump straight into it. Yeah, so I've already introduced you, but this is Sarah. So do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Well, hello. I always feel so cringe when I do this, guys. So I'm Sarah. <laughs> um, me and Evie, I don't know what, what Evie said in her introduction, but me and Evie, we've been friends for quite a while now, haven't we, Evie? Yeah, um, a couple of years. A couple of years. Um, so I'm a personal trainer first. Um, I also have my own podcast. I'm a content creator as well. Um, I always like to say, like, I've got my fingers in many pies. I also <laughs> went to academic college. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me me and Evie kind of connected on like the one thing about me and Evie is we met online and sometimes with that you're like it's a bit it, it's a weird one because it's how am I going to get on with this person like online so different from in person but I think we met in person and we just clicked and we were like the energies just connected yeah. um and we've I think we've been on quite similar journeys we, we met not too not too long ago in London and we spoke about how our journeys have kind of been we've been on different journeys but they're very much aligned mm. um which is why it was really exciting and we've both got our own podcast which is really cool but I was so excited when you asked me to come on here <laughs> it was so funny because me and Sarah actually with we didn't speak for a while because I deleted like social media for about six <laughs> months when I came back from Dubai because I was like I'm having a detox and we actually caught up in January as Sarah said and we we created our podcast without speaking within like a month or two of each other. Um, Isn't like last, it right? So weird. I was we like, never meant what the that. fuck. <laughs> I and I think because because Evie went on her disappearance, 
which I'll speak <laughs> about because I also went on my own disappearance. Uh, <laughs> this is what I mean by our, we just aligned because we never spoke about the podcast. Yeah. We didn't speak about yeah. disappearing from social media, but yeah. it both happened to, it happened to both of us subconsciously. Um, <laughs> and I think we'll both agree, like both of these steps have been really like integral steps to our journeys. And it's just so weird because, and, and what I like as well, our podcasts are different and similar in, in, in this, with, they're like very different in some ways, but then very similar in some ways. And it's just, it was just amazing. And when I met, when we met in London, I was like, this is, this is very significant that we've been on like a similar journey, but not really spoke about it much. And it was just, it was so nice to catch up with you because I think we first met maybe like the end of 2019. So like three years ago, four yeah. years, like around four years ago now, but like whenever we meet, like me and Sarah, I live in Cardiff. Sarah lives like in Liverpool, basically. So she lives, we don't live near each other at all. But when we do meet, the energy is just unmatched. It's just there. It's just, it's just like one of those things where you can spend time apart, but when you come back together, nothing changes. Like the it's just the energy matches. And that's just the vibe you want. Yeah. And we don't have to speak to each other all the time. Like, we're not like those needy friends that are like, oh my God, you've got a week about speaking yeah. to me. So Hello, many- you haven't, you didn't, you didn't like my recent picture, so you're a fake friend. <laughs> um, don't contact me again. Oh my God. It's crazy that like people are, people are like that or used to be like that. But like, we have both grown so, so much. And that's why I want to talk about our first topic, which is confidence. So Sarah is a very, very confident person. I'll let her speak more about that. But like, what has been your journey with confidence would you say so I think from from I always speak about this but I have been from what I remember always a confident girl but what I always speak about is the difference that there's two kind of different types of confidence there's confidence where you can come across confident to everyone you meet you're that girl that walks in and you're not afraid to speak in front of everyone and then there's the inner confidence which is you can be quietly confident. You don't have to be shouting over everyone. You don't have to be like, hey, it's me. I've just entered the room, but you're confident in who you are. And I think that's what I've got to now because although I have always been a confident girl, I've never been like the little shy girl who hasn't spoke. And I've never really had too many issues with my kind of like insecurities and self-confidence, which I will speak about as well. But for me, it's I've learned to kind of separate confidence when it comes to like physical things so how you look and your self-worth that's got nothing to do with the way you look if that makes any sense so kind of a lot of the time I would equate my confidence to like oh I look really good today so I'm feeling confident because my hair's good like I look really I feel really confident in my body today so I'm confident whereas now even if I'm having like an off day maybe like right now I've got my roots coming through I've got no my, my tan's peeling like it's not the best but I'm still just as confident because I know that my confidence has nothing to do with the way that I look um and the self-worth comes from who I am not what I look like I think that's been a massive part of my journey with my confidence that is so so nice I was about to ask you like is it something that you've always always had and it does kind of seem like that but then it seems like you've kind of made that distinction between how it's not just about the way why way we look but it's about how we feel about ourselves on the inside and like how we interact with others and all of that really isn't it yeah so I think one thing with me and you as well is um a really big part of your like confidence and self-worth is being okay on your own like and and loving I think this is why when you just said oh we don't need to speak every day to know that we're there and I think the reason that we find that so easy is because we've adapted to being okay alone like a lot of people have to surround themselves with others constantly to boost their confidence so they're constantly hearing like so they're constantly and it could be in person but it could also be like you know when because I can remember when I was like 17 18 I spoke about this um I used to post all the time for like attention on social media and I can I can positively say that I was doing it for attention um and I'd want like the the compliments from guys the validation from guys like I'd want all that Mm. whereas now this is going to sound like really um overdramatic but it makes me sick now like I, yeah. I sometimes if I post a selfie and I, I get a response from a guy I'm like right that selfie needs to go because that's not what I posted that for mm. and it's just a switch of mindset 
Um, and it's not needing that attention or that external validation because you know you've given that to yourself already. Do you know what I mean? So no one else's validation means anything to you because you gave yourself that. And I think we've both kind of really mastered that lately. And it's been a massive change. Yeah, because Sarah and I, we both had like quite a good following on Instagram. So I had a thing about 12,000 followers. Sarah had over 40,000. And we've both in time deleted those accounts. And like people would be like, oh my God, why would you do that? I know. Just because our whole outlook on the whole world and how we want to be perceived and how, how we know ourselves and who we are has changed. And one, the sort of content we want to be putting out. Two, who's it for? And three, it's not for attention anymore. It's because we want to post this stuff. We want to uplift others. And it's just the whole agenda's changed. And similar to you, I can admit, like, I've posted photos before, like, when I've been feeling really low, like, or, like, I'm hungover. Like, I'll post, like, a a selfie or a a picture of me in the mirror. And it will, it does boost you, like, boost your ego temporarily. But because we've taken time away now and we've had that, like social media detox and we've actually gone to the lengths of deleting that account we can actually yeah. say we're coming from a place of self-love self-worth and yeah. we realize our true inherent value yeah I think as well you know it's like what I said to you at the start when we were having just our little catch-up where I said I'm in a flat now where I associate this flat with a bad time of my life well a slightly bad time of my life and because I'm still here, it's like, that's my motive to move on. I now associate this flat with a bad time in my life. I kind of, it's the same situation as the Instagram account. When I set up my original Instagram account, which Evie's just spoke about, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was kind of wanting attention. I was in a different mind space to what I am now. So, so for me, that was like, in order to get away from that, there needs to be a fresh start. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly um, what it was like for me because the intentions behind it were wrong and like it would I don't know about you Evie but like it would get into sometimes a trap where like I'd post a picture say like in a bikini right this is just a scenario yeah and it all the likes would flood in the comments guys would be absolutely loving it of course because guys like anything that shows a bit of skin the guys there you can get like that's it and it make you feel good because it's external validation the next day you'd post a selfie it wouldn't do as well okay just hear me out because there's no skin showing and that's just sadly like the premise of like life right now and you'd, you'd start doubting yourself thinking, okay, well, clearly that, and you'd start looking at the likes and being, and stressing about how many likes you'd get. And you'd be like, okay, so that doesn't get me as much attention. Mm. So I'm going to, and it was a horrible trap to be in when you're like 18, yeah. 19, I think I was 19. And like, it was almost like if something was going wrong in my life, I could be like, right, I'm not happy today. But if I post a bikini selfie to Instagram today, I will get a, a validation and that will make me feel better. That's a quick fit yeah and it doesn't sound serious but if you think about what that is it's instead of me sitting alone and being like I need to deal with my my what's going on I'm seeking validation from others which Mm -hmm. is uh, like and that's why it's so good that we've kind of both come out of that trap yeah um because it's quite a dangerous road and I do still see a lot of people in that position now yeah yeah I just wish like obviously we've grown up now haven't we like we met when we were like I think weren't you like 19 or something and then I was like 20 something like 20 and now it's just like I'm 24 now like we've grown we've turned into women like I'm not even saying this from like oh like coming from this place of like having a high ground but like we've had to put in years and years of like that inner work and none of that's come from anything external none of that's come from a relationship none of that's come from having that job none of it's come from anything like that it's come from me being alone having that solitude journaling hard taking time to be by myself and that's when I've actually learned who I am what I want and, and where I want to be yeah and it is it's that not being afraid to be alone I yeah. always say to people you are never if you can't sit alone for a day and I mean do not interact with anyone for a day if you genuinely like cannot do that there's something wrong because it means and and it's not me saying like that it's a bad thing for you and it just means like I want you to change that because you should be your favorite person like what is your issue with not being able to sit alone with you that means that you don't like something about you because you can't spend time alone you should be I said to my friends all the time like I think we went on a little weekend the other, even just the other day, for example, with for her birthday, we went on a weekend. Although I love spending time with her and it's it's mutual, it's so good. I'm not afraid to say like it's nice to come home 
to my quiet place and have a bit of alone time. That was nice to me. I wasn't thinking, oh, I need to be with my friends again tomorrow. I can't be alone. (laughs) It's nice to have that peaceful, like, yeah, your home being alone, your safe place. Yeah. Um, and to get to that point, you do have to do a lot of self-work though, because often when you have traits that you don't like and you are still seeking validation from others, when you're alone, it can be quite a dark place. Yeah. Yeah. Before you've done the work. Yeah, definitely. And like in terms of you living alone, um, I'm sure like lots of girls would want to like find out about that like how have you found living alone like have you enjoyed it have you found it hard like what's your journey with that like what's your experience with that being yeah so originally when I moved out because I think I naturally thrive off having my own space I was arguing a lot with my family um and the the minute I moved out me and my mum we've been best friends so I knew it was the, the best kind of move for me because I needed my own space I think it is hard because a lot of people think you're going to be really lonely I haven't felt lonely at all simply because I've had balance and I enjoy my own space so I think when if you if you are think if you are thinking of like living alone or making that step I'd say jump straight in to doing that self-work to get to the point like me and Evie spoke about where you enjoy your own time and when you you know you've got an evening in by yourself and maybe your friends are all going out drinking maybe you just made the choice not to tonight you're not going to feel FOMO you're not going to think oh I should have gone out no because you're going to value this time that you're alone but there's a lot of self-work that is involved in that um and obviously you want to balance it you do want to make sure you are still seeing people yeah um although we speak about like being okay alone i I would never recommend kind of like spending months without seeing anyone like that's not healthy either at yeah, all exactly. um, and if you are feeling like do you know what I don't know about you Evie but have you has a lot of the time I've been hearing from like a lot of girls that follow me or a lot of girls that listen to my podcast they've kind of said to me like I've got no friends I feel like the friends that I do have they don't align with like what I want mm. and that's been a thing that's been coming up around like a lot of people have been saying to me like Sarah I haven't found my group yeah I just say get yourself out into like spaces like a gym try a new hobby try a new class you're gonna meet people who are like-minded and align with you yeah go to places that you enjoy and then the people that also enjoy that will also be there like are you necessarily going to find your best mates on a night out maybe but then those are the people that will probably be going out drinking every weekend and if that's not something that aligns with you anymore you need to go to different places that people go to that like the things that you like and it's the same for like meeting platonic friendships okay. also relationships as well it's like do you want a boyfriend that's going to be going out like twice a week like it's up to you like everyone's different yeah. so it just depends the, the ironic like, thing is yeah yeah just Sorry. depends what you want like do you know what? everyone's different isn't it so you really need to know yourself to like think about what you value and what you want and then you can like make a decision as to like getting yourself out there and like what kind of setting you want to like make spend most of your time in exactly and if you if you know you're one of those girls who is gonna have a panic attack every night when your guy goes out drinking yeah. every night why have you gone for a guy yeah. have you met in a night exactly why? <laughs> you need to go to the gym and meet someone you know what I mean you've got to yeah. these things. um it, it's like but you know what that's just for every, for every that's just a tip yeah. for kind of like finding people that align with you it naturally yeah. happens you're never going to be completely alone yeah. that's kind of like how me and Evie aligns as well so yeah. it's just interesting but also it comes back to like if you don't know yourself and you don't know what you enjoy then how are you going to know how to do that so it all comes back to doing that inner work again isn't it it's just so important yeah. like I can't stress to you all enough how important that is and I get a lot of girls like DMing me about all about confidence. So like how to be more confident. Like I can't, I'm like really shy. Like I think people are going to judge me. So Sarah, like what are your best tips and advice to build that confidence? So I'm glad you asked because I always say, right, confidence is not you gathering up the courage built over like months to do something. Confidence for me comes from the feeling, it's the feeling after you do it and you realize that wasn't that bad. I can do that again. A lot of people think like, oh, I've got to wait for years to like slowly build up this confidence to do this one thing. No, what you need to do is suck it. I know I'm going to sound really like harsh, but suck it up, go do it. And once you've done it, you'll be like, I did that. 
I can do more like that. And you, st- and it starts to come naturally, which is why a lot of people say, and this is the one time that I agree with, like fake it till you make it is when it comes to confidence, because if you pretend to be confident for a day, okay. And you're just pretending because you're not really a confident person. You might be the most nervous person in the world. You're going to pretend to be confident for a day. And you'll notice people start, things start aligning, opportunities start coming to you. People treat you differently. You like it. Keep that up for a week and soon you won't be pretending anymore. That'll be instilled in you, that confidence, because it comes from doing the thing and realizing I can do that. So confidence, it's a lot less complicated than we make it. Yeah. Having self-worth is a little bit different, but but that like initial confidence, it comes from just being like, I have to go do that thing. I'm not going to overthink about it. Just go and do it. And you'll realize it wasn't, it was net because we overthink so much. Yeah. It's, have you heard Evie, that thing where it's like, we put ourselves through the stress of things twice because we spent so long thinking about it. Like imagine you're starting a new dance class, for example, yeah. obviously you could, it's normal to be a bit nervous going in, but you've, because you've spent the whole week stressing about it, you've put yourself through it twice when yeah. it was only going to be that one day. Yeah. So I think just don't overthink as well. Yeah, definitely. Also, exactly what you said. I like completely agree with acting confident um, for like a day and then the next day. And then it kind of just like becomes who you are and you start to enjoy it as well. And I think that's when you want to keep doing it because people do treat you differently when you've got your shoulders back, you communicate well, you know, you look them in the eye and you just know who you are. And I think people really vibe with that. Yeah. And you know what? um a lot of people have said kind of like well if we're gonna fake it till we make it how does that not go against when we say be yourself and I always say being yourself um it's a hard one but at the same time if you are like a negative horrible person and people are like it's really hard to describe but if you if you faked a bit of confidence and you realized oh this makes me feel really good if it was initially fake, but then you found out, oh, that's really good for me. I don't believe that that's not not being yourself. Yeah. That's you finding yourself. Mm. It's you finding a new version of you. Yeah. However, if you were to go and do, if you were to go and do something and you didn't enjoy it and you were like, no, not for me. And if you continue to do that, that would be not that's being fake. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's something that you enjoy and you're and you're just finding it out, that's not you being yourself. That's discovering a new version of yourself. Yeah. And I think the current version of yourself, if you're not happy with that, then what's what's wrong with like trying something different? You know, what's wrong with trying to act confident because you know that it will bring positive change. So if you're not happy with your current reality, I still think you're being true to yourself if you're trying different options. 100% because you because that's like saying to someone, you're really unhappy, but that's yourself. So yeah, stay being yourself exactly. and be a miserable person for the rest of your life. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. And Just in that case, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So like, what do you think the benefits are of being confident and backing yourself? Like what benefits have you experienced? People treat you completely different, right? And this, it can be sometimes an unfair reality because it's like, how am I getting treated better than this lovely girl who's not confident I'm getting treated so much better because I'm confident it's a sad harsh reality of life but people treat you the way that you treat yourself and people see you the way that you see yourself and I've got I'll just tell this little story so I saw this TikTok once and it was this girl this I thought she was absolutely gorgeous and it was one of those TikToks where there's loads of writing over like the TikTok and it was a TikTok of her like getting ready and there was a load of writing split second the, the minute I saw the TikTok my first thought was what a beautiful girl like and I thought maybe the, the caption would be something funny something witty I read the caption and the catch the caption was literally her saying how she hates herself yeah. um no yeah. guy ever wants to talk to her um she thinks she's really ugly and nothing ever works out for her okay and she it was kind of like a cry for help yeah. and I was thinking obviously that made me really upset but then I thought my first thought when I saw that girl was she's gorgeous and I thought she was going to make a joke right and it really what resonated me what with me was she mentioned in the TikTok that guys don't ever find her attractive and I thought you know what she sees herself down here she sees herself as an unattractive Mm -hmm. individual who's worth nothing so unfortunately other people are going to see her that way as well 
and it's it's a harsh reality but she's putting out into the into the world that she is this unattractive undesirable horrible individual which she's not but that's how she sees herself so other people are going to bounce off that energy and they're also unfortunately not going to be attracted to you because you don't even deem yourself attractive so it's not even about it's not about her looks like as I said in the start of the story I looked at her and thought gorgeous nice facial features whatever it's about the energy she's putting out she literally puts out there I am so unattractive nobody likes like that was what she put out so unfortunately that's what she's getting back in her life and it's creating a spiral she can't get out of it because no one's going to walk past her and think wow that girl has such radiant attractive energy I want to be around her because bless her she doesn't even like herself yeah so that is so powerful and it's it's so true the story that we tell ourselves and the the way we see ourselves sets us up for every single connection that we have and obviously she sees herself in that way so if she doesn't even think that she's beautiful or that she's worthy how the hell is anyone else gonna think that yeah it's so true and if someone else can find you like physically attractive fair fair enough that might happen but they're never going to be attracted to you as a person which is what you want especially when you're building relationships for example if you don't see that in yourself which is why I literally drill into every single girl who every everyone who listens to my podcast anyone I always say if you are that person who is not very confident at the moment you've not got any self-worth do not start dating right now that's not your priority your priority now is to do some self-work so that you can have healthy relationships yeah exactly Um, it's so so important and I think this all comes down to like self-worth doesn't it yeah like what does self-worth mean to you and how has it affected you so I think a lot of people kind of bundle like physical confidence and self-worth into one and I always have to say self-worth has nothing to do with the way that you look and coming from a fitness background as well I always say to people you're it's okay to say I don't like my body I want to like a fatter ass I want this 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 it's okay to say that you want to change your physical appearance that is completely fine but the one thing that you need to have drilled into you is that your self-worth and like your value does not change when your body changes or when your Mm. appearance changes you are still just as special just as worthy of love just as important you are at that weight than you are to say for example it's a a girl who wants to lose weight for example she absolutely hates herself it's fine to say that you want to lose weight it's fine to say that you want to change in that way but you need to know that just because you maybe lost weight or got fitter that does not mean that you are now suddenly worthy of love you were worthy of love Mm -hmm. before you're you're the same soul you know yeah and I think a lot of people get that twisted they're like oh now that I'm I'm skinny now that I'm fit like everyone should treat me better society probably will because that's the floor in society right but you are not any more like valuable just because you look better I know it's subjective looking better is subjective but a lot of people forget that exactly and it's you've got to be like content I feel like every point in your journey like if you're not happy now you're not going to be happy when you're sitting in your mansion like the most rich, yes. the richest people in the world are like some yes. of the most unhappy because they weren't happy when they were poor and they wow. thought when I get all these millions of pounds when I become famous I'm going to be happy well, why do most celebrities die of like drug overdose and why are most of them depressed wow. yeah because they've got to the top they've got everything and they're still not happy so you need to be happy now and then yeah the rest of the journey will follow and when you do get those things, if you do, if you even want them, you'll be happy. But if you don't have them, it won't rock who you are on the inside. Because I think self-worth is when I know who I am. I know I'm worthy. I know I'm special. I know I'm beautiful. Nothing yeah. else that anyone says to me will ever rock that because I know who I am. Right. It's so, so true. I just, that's so powerful. What you've just said as well, it's what I always say about like validation and things is if you give someone else the power to change the way you say, you give someone the power to make you feel good. You also give them the power to take it away. So for example, you post a picture 
everyone tells you you look gorgeous you don't think that of yourself but you've let everyone else tell you that so you've taken that what happens when the next day they tell you that you look ugly are you going to listen to them then as well Mm -hmm. see once you give them the power to build you up you also give them the power to break you down which is why you need to give yourself that power because that's and then when someone compliments you yeah it's nice it's whatever but that hasn't changed what you originally thought the same way that someone insults you whatever water off a duck's back you don't care because you've already built that foundation yeah um of yourself yeah and I think like a couple years ago if someone was like rude to me or they spoke behind my back I would take it so personally but if someone Hmm. does that now I'm just like that's a you problem that's not a me problem Uh like I'm sorry it's nothing no one ever said no one nothing that anyone ever says to you is anything about you it's always about them it's always about either the insecurities they have with themselves the fact they don't know you and you shouldn't care what people who don't who don't truly know you say about you like unless it's your family or it's like your partner then you should like have a sit down conversation if it's from strangers or like your work colleagues I'm sorry like it doesn't matter um so yeah that's what I've learned as well another thing like of knowing your self-worth but uh, like what's practical things that you've done to practice self-worth and like your self-care and like your daily life I think whenever people ask this because they're always like people think the only thing that you can do I mean it's very important and I do do this but they think like oh the only thing you can do is like affirmations that's important but affirmations means like different different things to different people some people like to literally say in the mirror like I'm you know the typical affirmations I'm amazing if that works for you that works for you but a lot of the time it's also thought control so hear me out so when you're having a negative thought I always say you can't control your first thought, but you can always control your second. Mm. So for example, if you get a thought, oh, I look disgusting. You look, you catch a glimpse in the mirror and you're like, I am disgusting, horrible. I look a mess, right? That's your first thought. You couldn't control that first one, but you're going to control whether you continue to think that or you're going to have another thought like that. You're going to say, no, you know what? That was a voice from someone else. That's not true. And even if it's okay to feel like that originally, but you're going to switch it and you're going to say, you know what? Maybe I'm not looking my best right now. That's fine. I'm an amazing person. What other qualities have I got? How am I going to? And you've got to always think when you have a negative thought about yourself, immediately replace it with a positive one. It will feel very cringe. It will feel cringe sometimes when you're doing it. I always speak about this because sometimes this self-love thing, it feels cringe when you start off because you're like, how am I telling myself like how am I telling myself I look amazing sometimes you're like oh I'm such a cringe weirdo who cares though you're in your own space and this is going to help you this is going to help you like love yourself it's ha- it's controlling your thoughts so that when you start getting negative thoughts about yourself or you start thinking does it even not even appearance ones just like oh does anyone like me or w- were they talking about you start controlling your thoughts and being like combating them with other thoughts like to do I even care about that no um this is this I think that's a big thing as well yeah exactly and I think as humans I think from childhood like we're always so we've always been taught to be like quite self-critical of ourselves like always double check your answer like always make sure you're doing this like we've always learned to like be our worst critic and I think it's something that's been instilled in us since a very young age but what I've tried to do like recently is like pick out my strengths like I need to yeah. stop pick, like don't pick out your weaknesses like what are you good at like I know that I'm like a very compassionate person I know I have a lot of empathy I know I'm a good listener like focus on things on things you're good at and like align yourself with people and like jobs and things that align with that like yeah. for me I, I'm like I'm rubbish at maths I'm rubbish at science like I could never be like a scientist or like a doctor or anything like that but like I don't care like other people are good at that but they're not maybe they're not they're not they're not compa- like do you know what I mean everyone has yeah. strengths and weaknesses and you I think you need to play on that really yeah and the thing is a lot of people do the same thing that you've just mentioned about strengths and weaknesses when it comes to like things like looks like you're like oh my goodness like that girl's got bigger boobs than me like this because I feel like right now especially with the new younger generation of girls looks is literally it's it, it eats them away every single day it's all you see and it's important to remember that look I always say this little example like if you 
we're looking at this girl like oh she's got bigger boobs than me okay you could you can go and get a boob job that's fine and now you've got the bigger boobs okay and that'll make you happy for a week but then the next day you'll find this another girl who's got longer hair than you and then you've got to change that and if you've got to live your life like that then you're going to keep changing yourself constantly it's not a competition what makes you special is not your physical attributes yeah it's really not and you're different for a reason if you want to do little things to make yourself more confident that's fine but when it becomes a competition with other people that's when it's like toxic yeah exactly and like I feel like as girls especially the younger generation like we often like compare ourselves a lot to other women but they're actually looking at us like oh my god she's so pretty like oh my god I wish I could like look like that you know what I mean like you have so many silent cheerleaders I always say this like I like I'm in the gym and I see this girl I'm like she has a banging board love that gym outfit but like I'll just keep these thoughts in my head but like I've been trying to make the effort to actually be like like I love Mm. that gym outfit blah 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 because like people probably think that about us even though they're not saying it how many times have you walked past someone and been like wow like I love that outfit I love the hair without saying anything so people are doing the exact same thing to us and I think it's important for us to remember like you're jealous of her she's jealous of you I know and I think having this platform and you can probably relate exactly Evie as well and having the podcast like I'd be having a bad day I think I did an episode on my podcast about how I was just having a really horrible week everything was going wrong and I just opened up because I thought you know what this happens to everyone and I got so many messages saying like Sarah you literally like um are who I look up to and I was thinking I'm feeling down this week and there's people saying that they look up to me that's crazy but like you've got to put it in that perspective what you just said there's always going to be someone looking at you being like that girl inspires me and same for you like that and even when say for example Evie you might be feeling uninspired one day there's probably a girl that's inspired by your post that day while you were feeling uninspired you know what I mean yeah oh loving this conversation let's move on to the last topic and I know this is something that you love speaking about and it's something that's been very very important to both of us so that's settling so yes yes what does settling in life mean for you so settling is when you know you've kind of always had this thing that you really wanted and it can literally be anything it can be from a partner who ticks a lot of the boxes and standards that you set for yourself it can be in friendships it can be in your career you wanted this one thing you realize that you know what this thing isn't coming as easy as I thought it was like I'm not getting this thing and you start to doubt yourself and you think I don't deserve that thing maybe this just isn't for me and you settle for something that is not what you wanted okay and it's it's not nice because I always say it like this you could have that thing that thing is out there okay it maybe didn't come in the the year that you expected it to because unfortunately time isn't always on our side like that but now and you I say you were unhappy before you got that thing but you're also unhappy now that you've settled so wouldn't you just rather be still searching for that thing that you really want than being unhappy and settling for less than what you want Mm, that's so good and what do you think you're sacrificing when you do settle really it's it's like your your whole self like you literally you're letting your entire self down because you're basically saying I'm giving up on myself I clearly do not deserve the thing that I want that's actually crazy when you say it like that it's crazy because it's like how could you do that to yourself yeah exactly and then I also think it's about kind of like getting clear with what you want and then it comes back to like knowing yourself and what I found really helpful is kind of like writing down like journaling on it and like what do I want like ask yourself the question what do I truly want what do I desire what do I want my future to look like? What does my dream life look like? Ask yourself these questions and actually write them down and you'll be so surprised. Like it, like it does sound quite cringe. It's like, what do I desire? But like, you'll be really surprised the things that come up and the things that come up when you're writing it down. Because a lot of us like floating through life, like not really knowing where we're heading or knowing where we're going. But in order to like get to, in order to know what we want, we have to have that self-awareness. Yeah. And I always say, like, for example, in a relationship, you want a guy who puts in loads of effort. You want a guy who is attentive, who is thoughtful, who spoils you. 
yet you are still texting back the guy who only messages you at 2 a.m., who mm. ghosts you and goes off the grid for months and yeah. doesn't even take you on a date. You are not acting out what you want. Yeah. You are, you are, you want these things, but you're at like your life is saying, and the way that you're acting is in the complete opposite. If so you true. want someone who puts in effort, why are you speaking to someone who clearly has, has not even, he's not even bought you one flower from Sainsbury's? <laughs> so how, how are you expecting that person? <laughs> because little thing girls, Evie, I'm sure you can, um, you can testify to this now that you're in a nice, happy relationship. Flowers are literally like little things like that. Yeah. They're, they're cheap. Yeah. The, they're, it's not a big deal, but it's like little thoughtful things. So if people aren't doing those little things for you, that's another thing. If it, that's a lot of the thing that a lot of girls want is like a little bit of effort, a little bit of, if you're not seeing that in your situation now, stop entertaining it. Yeah. You're not going to be, like, it's, it doesn't mean that just because this didn't work out, you're never going to find anyone. No, there's a hundred percent someone out there for you. But by entertaining something that you know, you're not and I I feel like a hypocrite saying this because I literally have done this before but I've come out of it and like if you're entertaining something that you know isn't going to going to work you're blocking something better always exactly and I think it's like if you're still entertaining someone that you know is not good for you like they will not be healthy for you you're blocking and you're not leaving space for the right person or the right people and yeah. I think having space, the space is like such an important word because I feel like we need to leave space and we need to leave gaps in our life. So when things are ready to come through, they do. But say you're still entertaining this walking red flag, how is the person of your dreams going to ever be able to enter? They're not. So you need to exactly. like get real with yourself. And I know every single girl listening has been in this situation. Like, and if you've yeah. not, you're just, a, you're just a liar. I'm so sorry. Where we know something isn't good for us, okay? But for some reason, because the red flag, it appears green because he's tall, because he's this. And you <laughs> is that red or is that an orange flag? And you, start, <laughs> and, and you ignore, you ignore the signs. But they always say the things that are red flags when you first meet them are always the reason that the, the relationship breaks down. Yeah. Always. So listen to your gut, see the red flags, ignore all the little, the little things which are making the red flag appear green in your eyes because it's not, it's red, okay? Um, <laughs> and don't continue that because you're gonna block something that's better for you. Exactly. And like, what are some boundaries or like non-negotiables that you have in place in your life that protect you? I think I, only want value in my life if I feel like you're not adding value to my life I literally don't have a spot for you unfortunately and it sounds harsh but it's with friends it's with even family like obviously you can't go cutting off family members Uh, bye (laughs) sorry mom not gotta go um no but it's like you be selective who you give your time to time is so precious like you're you've spent if you come out of spending time with someone feeling drained that person has to go okay like it's I think that's a massive thing is having those yeah. boundaries when it comes to who you spend your time with even if that means that you your circle suddenly goes smaller that's probably more beneficial I know me and Evie are both the same mm-hmm. since our circles got smaller hasn't like the quality of our life has improved because what yeah. the quality of your friends improves as well yeah quality of quantity always I think who you surround yourself with is so important. And this is one thing I very, very much underestimated when I was younger. I was just, I was just like, as long as I've got people around me, I'm fine. Even if like, they're not good for me, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. like, it matters so much who so you surround much. yourself with. It's everything. It's everything. Because you become, obviously everyone knows the saying, like you become like the five people that you spend the most time with. So you know you've got all these and a lot of people they have these massive friend groups right you don't even like each other your so-called best friend slept with your boyfriend the other week (laughs) and then this and then this happened and then you've got no one there that's actually building up your life and growing with you they're just kind of like sucking you down and you'd literally be better off Mm. a a complete learner to be honest yeah and it's like it's only when I've spent time in solitude like alone like not in a relationship like with not many friends around me like I've like moved away whatever 
mm-hmm. I've kind of realized like what my values are but if I was constantly like I've realized who I am but if I was constantly surrounded by other people like I feel like it's hard to really like tap into who you are if like you're being like having these impressions like whether sub- that's subconsciously or consciously having these impressions from other people yeah and you know what it is it's like constantly feeling the need to naturally when you're around loads of people you always even if you are the strongest person ever sometimes you you let your guard down and you feel yourself trying to fit in okay and that's a dangerous like that's not a good situation to be in me right now like I've literally got the best friends in my life like right now the people who are in my life are the they're not going anywhere and that's a great and that's own that's literally come from me stripping it back and being like I am only associating me my, like I'm only associating with people who add value to my life yeah and consequently that has like ended up with me having the best people in my life right now like literally they will not go anywhere and I'll put money on that like the people in my life right now you will see them in my life for the next 10 years I couldn't say that five years ago mm. I couldn't say that five years ago but I can say that now because of the self-work which we've spoke about in this podcast that like we've both done Mm, exactly and do you think there's been like implications in your life when there was a time that you did settle and like did you regret that time yeah a hundred percent and you know what I will say it's the situation that I said that I feel like I have to move out of my flat (laughs) because of it this is quite personal but like I'm obviously not gonna go into too much detail but it was a situation where I knew from the jump this situation was not a situation I should go into okay so I feel like I did let myself down massively but I'm just grateful for the lessons I learned Mm -hmm. but I knew from the jump this situation was not right for me yeah don't mind the red flag it was a complete like sea of red (laughs) but I I chose I I chose to ignore the red sea that was in front of me and I couldn't even make excuses (laughs) um because there was a few little things amongst the Red Sea. Let's just say there was like a couple green boats, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And these green boats were the reason that I dived into the Red Sea without a life jacket and (laughs) I got stuck. Easy, I drowned. But the the reality is I knew, so (laughs) we're complicating it for everyone here. (laughs) Oh my God basically I knew this situation wasn't good for me I knew that if I went into this situation I would be settling I would be letting down um letting down myself there's no one else to let down ultimately in this world apart from yourself I had standards and this person was not meeting those standards at all and but the the little green like the the green boats for god's sake they were the things and I think at the time I'll be completely open I think I was going off the rails a tiny bit and I think I was needing a little bit of I was like I need to have like someone there for me mm-hmm. reality is it just it was a train wreck it, a shipwreck sorry because we're speaking about the sea aren't we? <laughs> just big old shipwreck yeah basically and it never works out so my thing is what I always say if you are t- seeing those red flags if you are settling because I ultimately did settle all it did was it went from worse to worse to worse to worse and I got attached mm. which happens it can happen to like literally anyone yeah getting attached happens even if you don't like the person you can be attached to them that's yeah. attachment is a whole thing we'll probably have to do an episode yeah. on attachment itself yeah. <laughs> we'll have to because it's so oh. it's so deep in yeah. fact that would probably have to be a two episode that, yeah. that <laughs> is attachment crazy yeah um but it just took away from my life but the, I tried to look at it as a positive and be like I learned lessons and I'm never going to do that again I've promised myself I'll never so yeah but it's, it's important to look for those little things and if you feel straight away like you're settling that's a real sign I say when something feels right you will feel a peace it's not going to be perfect nothing in life is perfect but yeah. you're going to feel it in a peace not a stormy sea yeah. <laughs> red sea <laughs> yeah <laughs> That is so good. And it's, it's, it's so true what you're saying. Like, nothing in life is perfect. Like, nothing. No relationship, no friendship, nothing. Like, no home life. But I think you should be feeling happy, like, most of the time. Do you know what I mean? Time. Yeah. Like, I'd say, like, 80%. And then, like, that 20%, like, obviously, there's going to be off days. Obviously, there's going to be some things your partner says that you don't agree with. But, like, some arguments are healthy. But it shouldn't yeah. be fucking... Like, it shouldn't be toxic it should, yeah. all the time. It shouldn't oh, I mean, be yeah. fights all the time. Like, 
that's just not you, right. And you know yourself, you everyone know, knows yeah. down, it's not right. You know, when you've got a feeling and it can be about anything, not even just relationships, where you're like, this is right. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I've got a peak. Yeah. You should have that in your relationship. And if you don't, that's literally the biggest sign there is. But we choose, I was going to say as girls, I feel like guys probably do this as well. We choose to ignore signs. Okay. Yeah. It's a thing that we all do, but we're getting better at it. And that's yeah. what you want. Exactly. What do you think you learned most from that situation? Um, without giving too much information away, yeah. I think this person in particular, um, in fact, no, not just the person in particular, but it was me feeling like I had to change slightly to be around that person, to damp down who I was. Like, I felt like I couldn't say certain things. I felt like I had to, do you know how I'm really like, com- I'm confident. I like, I often kind of like, like to be the center of attention, not in a bad way, but kind yeah. of like, I I felt like I had to not be that person around this individual. Yeah. And it started to take my spark away. And naturally, when my spark was going, I, do you know what it was? I'll be completely honest. I started to dislike the person I was when I was with that person. And for me, that's huge because day to day, I'm like, I love who I am, but it's like, I started to slowly in this situation, which is why I'm like, I'm so glad that it's not that anymore, but I started to like, dislike the person I was when I was with them. And I was thinking, this is like, not this is not who I am yeah. when I'm with them. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to that where yeah. you feel like when you're around a certain person, it might be a friend, it might not be a relationship. You feel like I'm not, I'm not myself. I, I'm starting to hate who I am. Yeah. That's your biggest sign to get out. Yeah. I think that's like really profound though, that you, you've kind of, you went through that. And the thing is like, you did know it from the start, but you needed to learn that lesson and it came into your life for a reason. Obviously it probably was like very hurtful as well, um, whatever the situation was, but it does seem like you've kind of come out on the other side and you had this, you've gained this whole new perspective, which is obviously priceless. Yeah, it's so true. And you know what? don't take anything as a, I, th- I say to people all the time don't take it as a waste of time because yeah. you can't change the past you can learn from it to ensure it doesn't happen again which is why to my girlies who have just come out I haven't this is not something I've just come out of by the way this was this was a long time ago yeah. um so but to those of you who have like I'm talking this was years ago so this is but um for those who maybe just have come out of situations don't think who can I go on to next who's going to replace this person you need to do some work on yourself Mm. I promise you even if you feel like you don't it's so important okay for your next situation um you need to heal you need to spend some time getting to know yourself so that that doesn't not only that doesn't happen again but then when you do go into the next situation you are ready you are healed yeah healing that's a great topic and it's very very massive topic another episode I'll have to come on your podcast and speak about it yeah maybe we'll do that because I think I feel like we're going to want to do this a lot I can just tell we will this has been so good and I know that literally all my listeners are going to absolutely love this because my listeners are like 90% 90% female and their age between the ages of like 18 to 23 we have the same audience I think yeah we, we have do, the same audience which is so nice and uh, Sarah like tell everyone what your podcast like what your podcast is called and what it's about because I want to send people over there too yes so my podcast is called what would dream girl do um on all platforms and what would dream girl do I originally thought of it because I thought I thought of the name and then I thought, who is Dream Girl? So it sounds like I'm saying, what would Dream Girl do? And we're thinking like, what would this girl do? And you're thinking, oh, I'm not being myself. Dream Girl is you. She's just the best version of you. So it's asking yourself, what would the ideal version of me do? But the podcast is all about becoming the best version of yourself and glowing up physically, spiritually and mentally and covering a lot. I talk a lot about relationships because it's a massive part of every single girl's life. Um, Loads of self-care stuff. We have a laugh along the way. Obviously, I try to make it as humorous as possible, but just all the little aspects to glowing up and becoming a better person because who doesn't need help with that? And then I tried to kind of involve loads of different topics. So we've just done one on like breakups and then um, we'll, I'm going to do a little series on like the physical 
side of things soon. But yeah, very much um, similar in a way. I think I think with you, Evie, what I love about Evie's podcast as well is Evie really taps into a lot of spiritual stuff, which is where I think I lack slightly, which is why I, Evie, I'm going to be coming to Evie for advice. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's, that's what my podcast is. What would Dream Girl do? That's the name yeah. of my podcast. Amazing. Yeah, everyone go listen to Sarah's podcast because honestly, it's so good. And I know it's impacted thousands and thousands of people's lives. So it's really inspirational. And oh, I love how much you speak about, yeah, like relationships and just Sarah's podcast is all about value and worth and about knowing yourself. And it's just, it's just amazing. And then what's your Instagram username as well, just so people can follow you there? So my Instagram username is Sarah Elizabeth B. That's spelled Sarah Eliz Ab T H H B. I'm sure Evie will put a link somewhere. It's a bit of yeah. a weird spelling. I need to, I need to change it. <laughs> but unfortunately, Sarah Elizabeth isn't available. I'm I'll put it in the bio of this and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I'll oh, and I have a, I have a YouTube channel as well where I do vlogs. Sarah Elizabeth on YouTube. We do loads of vlogs. I have to. The next time I see Evie, I'm 100% vlogging because I've, I've got, yeah. I've started getting into it now properly. But yeah, it's Sarah Elizabeth on YouTube as well. Amazing. And Sarah, haven't we had just like every time we see each other, it's just like so funny. And <laughs> you, know, you remember the, the hotel room? The <laughs> yeah. What was that song? What was that song? Oh, oh, guys, if you haven't already listened to "Cut Me Loose." <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> is it I called you in the Evie this is the thing me and Evie aren't even massive house fans okay <laughs> and we found this song that we both just obsessed with for a while but can Evie have you got sick of that song because I did I got no, sick of it I got <laughs> sick of it like a week after <laughs> we were just we yeah, didn't drink anything the whole weekend but we were just like crying laughing like I felt like we were like you know when you feel like you're drunk but you're not actually drunk like you haven't drunk anything I posted I posted a video to my snap and I swear a, a guy post um popped up to me and was like you two need to lay off the drink I was like no, we've, had, we've had water like, <laughs> we were acting like the water was vodka I'm I know you know the placebo effect where like <laughs> you tell someone that some, you say to someone this is this is alcohol and they believe it so they start yeah. acting drunk that's exactly what happens that and the combination of listening to cut me loose on repeat <laughs> <laughs> and you broke the chair <laughs> no the chair was already broken yeah the guy into this oh my we god did, we got our deposit back yeah well they didn't email me or anything because we literally let we literally it broke when she was sat on it but it was it was broke before but like it did snap and then we just like left it when, hanging when we arrived at this place as well the guy was really the, the guys just stared at us and I remember I was quite rude to the guy and the guy was like there's no need to be like that miss um do you remember that yeah oh. Had a go. oh my god that was like three months ago now we need to meet up again I know we need to we'll, we'll vlog the whole thing for you guys yeah we will, we will. that'll be funny oh my god oh yeah can actually Evie, yeah. come up sorry come up to <laughs> we can save this what the podcast is hearing like, in a conversation no but um come up to Liverpool yeah I will I do we'll do, we'll do it to the spa weekend or something like that oh that sounds so good like a gym session like me and Sarah yeah. both, like oh my gym god girls. Evie the gym times in London they were unmatched mm. I you know, know when we, used to, we, we filmed ourselves. We got the guy who was doing um, the like the partner exercises that we <laughs> We filmed like me and Sarah filmed like a partner's workout, and like she like jumped on my back and I was doing like squats and stuff. <laughs> and this like guy was like filming, you know, like panoramic views of us, and he was like, "Yeah, I know." Really, I good. think I think it was a bit of an embarrassing moment as well because I think I was like deadlifting you or something. <laughs> <laughs> he he corrected our form. He was like, "Yeah." Um, you can't you, you shouldn't be doing it like that we were like yikes okay. oh I know and you're a P- <laughs> oh, God. I know because I'm a PT it's kind of embarrassing but you know what I'm sorry in my defense how can I keep good form when I'm deadlifting deadlifting Human. a whole person yes yeah. it's a bit different isn't it Derek I know Derek his name was definitely Derek <laughs> <sighs> okay I'm gonna end it here because uh, we could honestly speak for hours but right, I think yeah. throughout this we've actually established that we do want to speak about more topics in in more detail like the healing aspect attachment issues can you think of any 100%. more and I'll get I'll get Evie on my podcast yeah there's so do you know what 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 topics I want to um really touch on I kind of wanted to touch on like I've, I think I've got an episode up right now about it but even in more depth 
um like your divine feminine like tapping into your feminine energy because it's such an interesting topic like your feminine energy and also how we as females often possess like masculine because a lot of people are we'll save it for an episode but it's so interesting interesting. I haven't actually done an episode on that but it's so weird because I actually planned I've actually planned like half an episode like half an episode on that but I never actually went through with it so I'm really interested in that so I'd be more than happy to speak about that too yeah oh let's do it I'll get I'll get you on my podcast we'll message after this (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's been amazing thank you for having me on honestly this has been really fun like I'm sat here with my coffee it's vibes we've got to do it more I'm so glad you had a good time you're more than welcome to come on whenever just give me a message amazing thank you guys thank you so much bye